Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today for our online video devotional here at St. Matthews. This week, we're going to be going together. We're going to be we're going to be looking at together Matthew 25, one of my favorite passages in all the Bible. We're talking about what this passage means for us and how we should live our lives and what it should mean for the church and what it should mean for all the entire world. So yesterday we talked about the concept that this week was this coming Sunday is Christ the King Sunday, a Sunday where we celebrate the fact that Christ is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And this passage this week gives us some insight of what it would look like if we lived in that truth that Christ is King. Today we're going to read the passage again and look at this passage in the greater context of Matthew's Gospel. So we'll read uh, Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, they will sit on the throne of his glory, and the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people from one another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the goats on the left, he will put the sheep on his right hand, and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you that are blessed from my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was, a, I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. And the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we gave you, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? When was it we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? When was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? The king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, you did not welcome me. Naked, you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me. They also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it unto me. These will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Okay, this is a powerful passage that talks about the kingship of Christ and what should we should be doing. But it, it, I, wanna, I want today to, um, to show you where this passage falls in the context of, of, of really... Well, uh, Jesus, some of Jesus' teaching in the end of Matthew, right before the crucifixion, because what we see after this in chapter 26, after Jesus gives this teaching here, in chapter 26, it says this. This is chapter 26, verse 1. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, you know that after two days, the two days after the Passover, you know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. And the chief priests and the elders of the people gathered in the palace of the high priest, who was Caiaphas, and they conspired to arrest Jesus by stealth, stealth and kill him. They said, not during the festival, but they were being rioting among the people. So Jesus finishes teaching. He tells his disciples, okay, I'm going to die soon. And then you see, on the other hand, people plotting for his death. So this teaching is some of the last teaching he, he, he does with his, people, with his disciples before he gives them the Lord's Supper. He starts earlier in Matthew 21. Um, I'm sorry, Matthew in, 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 in Matthew um, 21, he begins with, he has the, that's Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. So this comes at the, this 
parable here comes at the end of some of this Holy Week teaching uh, before he's crucified. Um, we see a lot of his Holy Week teaching deals in Matthew's gospel deals with things that involve the resurrection, things that involve the return of Christ, deals with things that are very kingdom related and, 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 and how we as Christians are supposed to live. It has denunciation of the, prof, of the Pharisees and the Sadducees for how they had missed the point. And he talks about the temple being destroyed and the end of the world being watchful. And then he gives parables about judgment. The 10 bridesmaids who were um, uh, who, 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 who were foolish. Uh, five were foolish, five were wise. Five were ready for the coming of the bridegroom. Five were not. And the five who were not were left out. The parable of the talents. This is Matthew 25. The, parable, the, the, bride, the bridesmaids is 25. The parable of the talents, Matthew 25, where uh, talents are given out to individuals. Talents are sums of money. Some use these talents to, to grow and doubled the value. Others were afraid. One other was afraid. He was punished because he hid his talent. Then we have here the judgment of the nations. By the way, the thing with one of the things of the talent, we focus a lot on the fact that this one servant buried his talent. But in many ways, the greater point in this parable is the fact that the king returned and gave an account. So in the first parable of 25, Matthew 25, we see that the foolishness of the bridegrooms were not ready for the coming of the bridegroom. These bridesmaids that were not ready for the coming of the bridegroom, they were left out when the wedding feast started. Then the talents, the master came and wanted an account for how they used his talents. And then the parable of the sheep and goats, the Lord returns. When the Son of Man comes, that's a reference to Daniel. And the title that Jesus took upon himself to show he was the Messiah. We see much like, we see in many ways, this is a combination of those two talent, those two earlier parables. And the bride and the bridesmaids, five did not expect the return of the king, or the, or the bridegroom rather, and they were left out because of their foolishness. And uh, the talents, they didn't use their resources, they didn't use their talents well and were cast out. Well, for the, for the sheep and the goats, we see that the king comes at an hour they may not have expected, brings all the angels with him. And then he gives an account to the individuals for how they used their resources. How did you take care of these? How did you provide for these? How did you love these? How did you show mercy to these? So we see, one of the things we see in both of these parables, all three of them, when you consider the sheep and the goats, is that an account will be expected for how we lived. And that's what he's saying here to, to, to in the end of the, this teaching. We see so much of the pushback he had with the Pharisees and Sadducees was about the fact that they didn't really, they, they wanted you to keep the law for the law's sake. And really the law they wanted you to keep wasn't God's law, but their human man-made law. And Jesus is saying, no, being faithful to God's call being faithful to our faith is more than just keeping a man-made law. But we see here, and this is a point you're going to hear me say repeatedly this week. If you take what we just read seriously, if you take what we just read seriously, the scripture makes it appear that how we treat the poor, how we treat the prisoner, how we treat the sick, 
will have some effect upon our eternity. If we take this passage seriously, the point of division between the sheep and the goats was that the sheep, when we saw, when did we do this? When you saw, when you saw one of the least of these, you did it to me. The goats, Lord, when did we not? You did not do it to the least of these, you did not do it unto me. We take this passage seriously. It makes us see that how we treat the least among us will have some effect upon how we live our, uh, have some effect upon our eternity. So in Matthew 25, we see two parables that talk about the coming of the king and then the accountability the king have, have, gives the people for how they used what they had. But I think, I think the end of this chapter shows great detail upon what's expected when the king comes. That he's gonna expect of us an accounting for how we lived and how we used our resources. And the best account we can give is that we took care of the least among us. That, that to me is how I read this parable. We're gonna talk more about that tomorrow. But I think this shows us that um, what happens in the return of Christ and how an account will be given to us as the church for how we used what we had. No, it, so the thing with it is, it's supposed to walk hand in hand. If you're a Christian, it's supposed to happen. If you're a Christian, I think that's what he's telling us, that if you're gonna follow me, if you're gonna live in my kingdom, you're gonna be doing these things. So the question we ask ourselves is, are we doing these things? If we're not doing these things, are we really his? That's the question. Because doing these things should flow naturally from being his. If these things are not happening, then are we really his? This question always causes a lot of, this, pa this passage always causes a lot of self-reflection for me. So this week as we read, I hope that you'll be with me, and that you'll reflect upon your faithfulness, and I'll reflect upon my faithfulness. Hey, hope you guys have a great day today. Um, have an awesome day. We'll see you bright and early for devotional tomorrow morning. Thanks for watching.